Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Today's episode is brought to you by the Athena Wellness Academy, your resource for wholehearted living. The Academy's featured offering is an online course called From Type A to Type B, How to Mindfully Descend the Corporate Ladder and Invite What's Next. This course is perfect for you if you're contemplating or navigating a professional transition, and it's available as a self-study or with a small cohort of students facilitated by me, Kathy Robinson. To learn more, I invite you to go to athenawellnessacademy.teachable.com or click on the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I'm joined once again by Adam Hart, who is a speaker, coach, and the author of The Power of Food. During this discussion, Adam shares the impact living food has had on his life and how you can enjoy the benefits of living food without making restrictive diet changes. And now on to the show. I hope you find this conversation helpful. Once again, I'm joined by speaker and author, Adam Hart. Welcome back, Adam. Yes, thanks for having me. So Adam, I'd love for you to share a bit about your journey with living food. First of all, I love that term. Mm. It's mostly what I eat these days. But I'd love for you to share what it is, how you began learning about it, and then how you learned to prepare your own food in that way. Mm, Yeah. Well, I definitely didn't grow up with a connection to food in that way. I didn't even know there was such thing as living food, but I grew up with a very heavy processed food diet. No fault of my parents. It was just very convenient. You know, I call myself a genera- second generation fast food eater. It's like the baby boomer generation was the first ones to get access to all that processed food. And so when I started to get connected to what I call acts of self-love, um, being able to shift my addiction to sugar through regulating my own nervous system, which is the most powerful act of self-love possible. It began to bring this deeper connection to how I was feeling in a way where all of a sudden I could really have a deep connection to the foods I ate and how they were relating to my mind and body. I was like, wow, I didn't know this was possible. Holy, this is pretty cool. So I as the more that I was noticing my brain's desire to get me to stay stuck on the processed foods and the sugar-based foods, and I trained my brain to give me space to not have to react to those. Next thing I knew, I was craving certain plant-based foods that were helping me to heal my pre-diabetic state, helping me heal my ADHD mind, helping me heal my weight loss without me having to focus on weight loss. And what I found was, is I didn't have to actually live a restrictive diet of any kind. I didn't have to put a label on myself saying I'm a vegan now, or I'm a vegetarian, or I'm this, or I'm that. 
I just kept noticing what foods were making me feel better. And in the moments that I was feeling anxious, I would stop, breathe myself into a state of presence, and then I would go and look for those beautiful foods to add into my diet without any restrictions. And uh, it, it was pretty quick that all of a sudden my health started to transform in the most beautiful ways. And it became something that I uh, I didn't see coming, but I all of a sudden realized, wow, this is making me feel really good getting more in touch with food in this way and recognizing, okay, so this whole world of living food versus dead food is legit. I mean, I never knew I could eat these kinds of foods and feel this good. And that got me inspired to get into my kitchen. And that's when everything really transformed. And I started to live in what I call these extended acts of love. All of a sudden, I was going to the grocery store and spending an hour buying all these beautiful ingredients that I was just discovering. You know, hemp seeds was such a huge one for me and complete protein source and was giving me more energy than I ever knew I could have. You know, all sorts of different things. And I'd go into my kitchen and I would, it was almost like all of a sudden I became this inspired artist with a blank canvas. And I realized that I was actually really good at at prepping with all these different foods. And uh, it just became a very powerful source of inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I mean, I've been eating this way for quite some time. The recipes are simple to make. You don't have to be a an experienced chef. And you could just feel the joy that comes out of it, which is really lovely. And your story is in there as well. And what I love about what you just said is that it really links into what we were just talking about. You were listening, you were very present, and you were just giving yourself what you were telling you you needed, Yeah, <laughs> which I think is is a wonderful way to make any kind of wellness change. So I just, I love that philosophy. And I'm curious if what you were craving back then, as far as living food goes, has that shifted? So can you just take us through what that looks like for you today? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it it does. It does. It, the more I honor presence, the more I manifest my food and my nutrients specifically in the ways that work best for my body. And so my morning, I actually do start with a coffee, but my coffee is a delivery system. So in my coffee are very certain things, like I put creatine. Creatine is known for cellular hydration. I'll put some grass-fed butter into my coffee. So I'm not, and I never have been 100% plant-based, but the plant side of things is something that I use as, again, adding into the nutrients. So I'll do a juice probably two, three times a week. I'll do a like a celery-based, um, carrot-based, apple juice. Um, I do lots of smoothies in our house. We have two young kids and smoothies is a great way to get them some of the extra protein. All of my milk-based stuff is hemp-based. So we make a liter of hemp milk for under a dollar. It's in our fridge. It's what we use for our cereals. And, you know, so we're not a very restrictive family, but we do make sure that we still follow the adding in model where if we eat something processed, we're looking to what can we add into this that's going to help to stabilize the blood sugar so that we don't have the spike in insulin and the cravings like most of us go through. Um, and yeah, and, and in, the, in the evening, we do our best to do lots of different grass-fed meats, locally raised. We have some really beautiful farms where we live. 
lots of different fish locally uh locally caught and then we do do lots of veggie based meals as well I'm a big fan. I do a, a tablespoon of hemp seeds and a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds for two cups of water. That's that's been my milk for I can't oh, tell you awesome. how long. So yeah, yeah so that's so <laughs> that's wonderful. Last question for those who are listening who have never heard of Living Food before, aside mm. from getting your book and checking it out, what might be an easy way to get them and their families? Give them a taste of what eating like this might be like. What would you suggest? Yeah. Well, I mean, and this was a big one for me was trying to find ways that I could actually make foods that I was very familiar with, but just try to find ways to make it healthier. And so number one step for me at the start of this journey was just adding them in. And hemp seeds is by far still the number one nutrition-based food that I consume. And it started by just adding it in three times a day, a tablespoon at breakfast, tablespoon at lunch, tablespoon at dinner. And so if anybody really is out there and knows that they have energy mid-afternoon crash issues, this is a great one to get started with. Adding in some beautiful plant-based hemp seeds into your breakfast, into your lunch, into your dinner. Don't change anything else. Just add it in. Just notice. Notice how you feel. And you will notice that there's an, an elevated state of energy. Other than that, I would grab the cookbook, The Power of Food. In there is the flourless hemp peanut butter cookies. It's been by far the most popular recipe. So anything that you can do with your snacking routine and add more nutrients into your snacks, start to make your own snacks. That's a great start. Wonderful. Well, Adam, again, I thank you so much. Your time is much appreciated. I'm sure it's going to help a bunch of folks. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com/podcast. Until next time, be well.